That's not your business. Dang, man. I'm done. Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control podcast. Um, you have Dario here. It's Kim. My bad. Can we start over? <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> Just say your name and cut that part out. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's Brandy. Um, do I have any updates? I do actually. I don't. Um, <laughs> I wanted to shout out my friends, though, um, just because I don't shout you guys out enough, and I appreciate you guys. So, hey, friends. <laughs> um, I guess one of my shout outs will be because I don't. I think we'll be back on here after my cousin's wedding and stuff, and just shout out to her and her fiance. Um, That's why you was in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get married July 10th. Um, so big ups to them. Congrats to them. Black love. Love to see it. Okay. I don't have no shout out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. And you can email us at Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. All right, so I have these random questions on the outline that I'm going to just ask you. <laughs> the first one says, if you still had a relationship with your ex's family after you both moved on, would you still attend their family gatherings? Moved no. On, like in a relationship with someone else? It doesn't say. I just think y'all moved on from wanting to be together. Yes, I probably would not, no. I'm going to say no. Same. Okay. Very. <laughs> um, the next one says, "Would you date someone the same age as your parents?" No, Personally, no. My dad no. is turning sixty-eight at the end of July, and my mother is fifty-two or three. See, my parents are in their late forties, but still, oh. no. Girl, you got it. Hell no, <laughs> no, I'm cool. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Nope. My mom is sixty-three. My dad is like fifty. Eight, I think. Yeah. Um, my cutoff would be probably like forty. Damn, I don't even know if I can go that high. I don't know though, but I know some niggas that's in they late. They push they forty. Good. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I, yeah, I think if I had to pick a cutoff, it would be like thirty-six. Yeah, that's fair for your age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like my cutoff probably, honestly, would be forty-two. Like if I made that, that's ten years older than yeah okay. So I say if I made like a clear decision that I'm not having babies, I would definitely yeah. date an older guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mine is, mine is so. ten years. Okay. The next one says you have ten dollars left to your name, and your friend calls asking you to borrow nine. Are you giving it to them? Or are you telling them you don't have it? This the only thing I thought about when reading this is like. You know that little quote that I always say, like, in the sense of, like, taking care of yourself so you give yourself the best to, like, the people around you? What am I going to do if I got a dollar left? Can you can you take 50% of that? Like, <laughs> you want this 450? You want this 650? Because 550 something. Because what I'm going to do, 
I don't know. I think it depends on the situation for me. Yeah. Like what they're asking that. it for. I was going to say what they need it for. Yeah. If it's like dire, yes, you can have my last dime. Because what care. do you need $9 What is $9 going to get? <laughs> no, they're saying like left to your name, period. Like that's your last no, drop. No, I what, know. I'm what saying what, for? what are you going to oh, get? Yeah. This is the only thing I thought I can of. think of. Yeah. Yeah, if it's like dire or like like it's in like you really need to like you ain't eight in some days, you ain't got nowhere to stay. Nine dollars will put you right where you need to be for a week. You don't even need nine dollars, you can go get a four for four. Go That's ahead. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's situational for me. Sorry to be that friend, but I'm just keeping it a buck. Situational yeah. for me. Um, I honestly probably wouldn't. If I don't got it, I just don't got it. Mm-hmm. In the gas situation, life hack, I've had to do this before. Like mm-hmm. it could be like a couple days before payday. You can swipe your card um oh because it doesn't post as a credit and it don't post immediately so yeah. it'll run it for like a dollar right so if it's a couple days before payday yeah. you know your payday gonna catch up to it so you don't get a overdraft right Life speaking hack. of if you guys have huntington huntington change your overdraft to like 50 dollars but and you can get paid two days early yeah now. i was about to say but on the flip side of that they give you like a 24 or 48 hour grace because mm-hmm. I have Huntington and they do this new thing called standby cash. Yes, I saw that. So um, basically what it is, is that depending on the qualifications, I think are based on your deposits. Credit, I think. Uh-uh. They don't? It's ba- yeah. It, no, they don't. It's based okay. on your monthly deposits. You can get anywhere from 500 to $1,000 um, of cash that you can just take and you pay it back. They give you the first month free. So it's like a grace period. You get a couple months to pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you get a grace. So if I take it out, let's say I take out $100 now, I get a grace period for the month of July. And then the automatic payments don't come out until August. And it's a set amount for three months. And if you have it automatically pulled, they don't charge you any interest. Wow. So given the times, mm-hmm. it's a good option for people if you need it. Yeah, yeah. I was reading up on Yeah, I was, I was like, too. Mm-hmm. I need it back because I'm about to fuck around and get to Atlanta and sit in the house all day. Because I was thinking, wedding. the first thing that came to my mind is like, there's been a lot of flight delays or flight cancellations, especially with American. Mm-hmm. And let's say you got to pay for a whole new flight and you out of town somewhere, it stuff like that, it could come in handy. Yeah. So Yeah. All right. The last one says, would you rather live on a deserted island with your ex for a month or sleep in a cemetery at night for a week? <laughs> I'm living on the island with my ex. Definitely. I'm, I'm not taking the cemetery. <laughs> I am taking the cemetery. <laughs> I will be freaked out, but I. I... Yeah, I would just. I mean, a deserted yeah. island with my ex. The island could be super big. That's, that's to what I'm saying. Deserted with... island, which means you desert your corner. I'm gonna desert mine. Yeah. <laughs> we good. You need some firewood. Throw it my way. I need some firewood. You throw. It, you know what I'm saying? My ex would not leave me alone. So. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I ain't sitting in no cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so jumping into the topics. This first one says, should you return gifts to your ex after y'all break up? And I got this because they, um, I think Sweetie did like an interview or something about, um, remember when her and Quavo broke up, he took the car back and maybe some purses oh, or something. I don't know. I know the car for sure. And her response was, I mean, if it's mine, it's mine. And I agree. I mean, a gift is a gift. You can't, you technically are not, you don't have the right to take a gift back. That's what the word gift literally means. Even if you take relationship out of it, you're going to take your mom's gift back because you're not talking to her for the week. Right. So if your ex asks for it back, what would you say? Um, For me, I'm going to go with that situational because if it's some shit I don't care about, like, bro, you can have your fucking charger back. 
that you paid five dollars for. Mm-hmm. But if it's the shoes on my feet, nigga, no, I need to. I need those. Yeah. Like, no. Um, I'm not giving nothing back. I, <laughs> I'm not asking for nothing back. I'm not giving nothing back. Right. I don't. Know. The only thing that I've done in the past was like, I remember one relationship, I literally sold everything that he bought me because I just didn't want any memories of it. And we had like furniture from where we lived. I just let the furniture go. It, I didn't want it to go with me. I just wanted to start fresh. Yeah. So, but other than that, you ain't getting shit. You ain't no shoes, no nothing. Like, yeah. uh-uh. What about boxers? <laughs> Ew, I don't do that anyway. I, to each their own, but I am not. You don't worry, you guys. About no, this? I don't. I, do. I don't. I nope. do too. I don't. No, unpopular lie. opinion. I'm not into that. I'm not into <laughs> taking my man's clothes and wearing them. Like I always what? see these. No, I always see these tweets where they say like, once we start dating, your hoodie's my hoodie. I don't. Yeah, all, do that all of that. T-shirts, socks, boxers. That's why I said unpopular opinion. Shit. I don't. I don't do it. If I could fit his shoes, I would. <laughs> Honestly, to be completely honest, just on the topic of boxers, like boxers are more comfortable than panties. Today, they so are. it's either boxers or just, you know, command. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going with the boxers for sure. All right. Um, there's a tweet that says, You invite your nigga to a girl's day outing. He's definitely covering the whole tab. It's the principle. Do you agree or disagree? Mm. I don't think I get to make the decision. Like, I think it's up to my nigga for real. Um, I mean, it would be nice for him to buy us a round of drinks, but to be like, oh, you got to pay for the whole tab. Like, oh, yeah. That's kind of wild to me. Right. I agree with all of that. Drinks, I can understand because my man personally has done that, but I'm not about to sit and be like, oh, they ordered. Both of them have $40 steaks and mine was 40 Yours was 40 Pay for all of it. Mm-hmm. That's, he's not your nigga. Like, period. Yeah, I agree. If he offers, that's cool. Around the shots, that's cool. But it's not... But first of all, I'm not inviting my nigga to a, just an all-girls outing. Like, I could see if other people have their man there, but why would I invite my man and it's just me and my girls? I know some people that do that, though. It's like a girl and her dude, and it's just... That's weird. Well, so my, my I've situation, never seen a nigga with them. The way it happened was... I was already with my dude and we were out and two of my friends had hit me up like, we're sitting at Union right now. Come right now. And I was like, all right, bet he's with me. And they were like, I don't care. Come on. So we all went and he paid for like their drinks and everything. But I just I think it's weird to invite people to things that period, even even outside of it being your dude. I think it's almost disrespectful to pull up with somebody that wasn't invited to something. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not going to bring my friend like another girlfriend to a girl's outing if they called me and was like, come out. I just am like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just out of common courtesy be like, Hey, they just with me first. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's strange. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. That's why I'm always like, okay, well I'm like, he's with me. Is that fine? Or Maya's with me. Is that fine? Don't just, well, my friends want me to come. So come on. I was thinking about that today because my friend invited me to her pool and I think I have plans with him that day. And I'm not about to be like, can he come? No, she was asking me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So, um, for this next topic, I have been seeing a few things on social media where they're making it seem like single mothers are not allowed to have standards. 
and I'm going to play a video. Listen, man, I'm making light of it because it is crazy. You're almost 40 years old with two kids talking about celibate. You need to be trying to get that shit away to secure a man. No, 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 Listen, no. Listen, when I said if you attracted a higher value man, you think you're going to make him wait until marriage? How do you it's, think that's a... Sweetheart, I'm going to tell you like this. My cookies is worth the wait. Well, first off, check this, sweet. I know your cookies ain't worth the wait because you ain't made nobody wait. You got two kids without a marriage. Mm. Listen. Yikes. Um, and then this tweet says single moms be having all these standards and their baby dad didn't meet any of them. Bro, I just can't get over the, the guy in the video. I just don't know why nobody has slapped the actual fuck out of this man yet. Or why is he like not beat up? Because he really be coming for people. I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't be watching all his stuff like that, but I know a lot of people don't like him. And every time I listen to something he says, it'd be some off the wall shit. Yeah. And that video pissed me off as a mom because why? I don't understand. I've seen a lot of shit where people make it seem like because we already have kids, we're not allowed to have standards or we're not allowed to change our views on things or learn from our past mistakes and want better for ourselves right yeah they just kind of box you in that's like that's parenting i think period like even when you look at like divorced people or um the way the stigma and the way that people look at like step parents as like never being accepted or once you're divorced you're not accepted if you're a single parent you're not accepted um so i don't know i mean i think personally i think it's bullshit i think you can have standards regardless of what your situation is yeah. like, and that's literally what growth is and then the whole tweet about your baby dad didn't meet any of them every baby daddy ain't necessarily trash but in the same breath they could have met them for the time being and then you just don't you guys just don't work out like you could have met them 5 10 15 20 years ago and there's the standards you had in the moment they checked off every box and then now here you are x amount of years older with either less standards, more standards, or the same. So I'm confused. Like, standards are subject to change. Read it in the fine print. I'm confused. <laughs> I think my issue is is that um, regardless if somebody has kids or not, if they want to take a journey of celibacy, that's their business. Um, obviously, I would suggest that she date someone who wants to also be celibate because it's just a matter of someone wanting to be celibate. The kids have nothing to do with it or that you have had sex and have a past or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. um, also, I think that to say, oh, your baby, you didn't have these standards or your baby dad, that, uh, excuse me, your baby daddy didn't meet these standards is stupid because niggas just have sex all the time. They ain't necessarily trying to get pregnant. So right. I just, you know, had a baby just because I wanted a little bit of sex. It happens. I don't right, know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's stupid. And, and he's, I, I don't know about him. <laughs> even some people even try to protect themselves and it still happens. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, I don't fucking know, bro. But I also, you know what I mean? Like on the flip side of that, I feel like niggas who got a whole bunch of kids, you know what I mean? Like, it's certain things where it's just like 
you got a lot of, you got a lot of kids like you know what I mean like <laughs> but, but that's always about the mom yeah that's what I'm saying like if we gonna apply that to women it needs to be applied to men too because right. niggas just be out here procreating like nobody's business and it's like okay like yeah my sister's daddy got like 20 children don't take care of one of them but the baby moms have to come through and be drugged through the mud and all this type of stuff like is anybody gonna talk about the fact that he has 20 people on this earth that he doesn't take care of or talk to yeah it's bullshit no they're not let a mom do that and see what happened it's crazy i'm gonna need y'all to leave people with kids alone like and then i saw something today too they were like i don't know why people are surprised i don't have a kid i was just being responsible like just because you have a kid that does not mean that you're irresponsible like i just how many abortions did you get uh, let's talk about it because Oh my god! I just don't understand. Funny, but, uh, the hate for leave people, people with children is real. Like, how many Plan B pills did you take? I was just about to say that. This was not going to be funny, but like, let's not act like shit don't happen in everybody's situations. It's crazy. All right. Anyways, moving on because I'm a little triggered. <laughs> this next thing says destigmatizing taboo topics, and there's a few that I wanted to touch on. I don't know if anybody else wants to read them, but the first one says choosing not to get married. Definitely think we need to normalize that conversation. Right. Okay, so let me see. I was about to, I'm trying to figure out how much to read without being like OD about it. Um, but this is actually a good point saying millenn- millennials are getting married less. That's true. And this is honestly something I talk about period because I always I think we've talked about this on the show like the more generations we get into the more these people are having marriages anyway without rings legal documents that type of thing like living together um I mean they're they're they have everything in a marriage without the title sharing finances um if they do have children together acting as a family unit together um, so I think the value of marriage is becoming less important because a lot of people are are obtaining what marriage is on a surface level without having to have it. All right, I'll read some of the points. It says Americans are increasingly choosing not to get married. In 2018, a record 35% of Americans aged 25 to 50, 39 million, had never been married. This number was only 9% in 1970. Only 44% of millennials were married in 2019, compared with 53% of Gen Xers, 61% of Boomers, and 81% of Silence. Who the fuck is those? <laughs> no, I know my dad is a Boomer, and he's 68, so it must have been his parents. The older people? Oh. Mm. Which means eight, like you're 80 years old, which means you were born in the 40s. And then it says, there are many reasons why people choose not to get married, from not wanting to tie finances together to the high rate of divorce. The bottom line is whether or not um, to get married is a personal decision and one that is becoming increasingly more common. Oh, this next one. I go back and forth um, about whether I want to get married or not. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do, but don't don't want a wedding. Sometimes I want a wedding. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I've always wanted to get married um, a lot for religious reasons. And then I never saw a successful marriage growing up. My parents divorced when I was three. I have no memories of even being together. 
at all. Um, so for me, I've always valued marriage and saw marriage in a high place, but I am also the type of girl that doesn't even know where she wants it, what dress she's wearing, what ring she wants, what she's doing. Like I have an idea of a ring and an idea of a dress, but I wouldn't know what to do. And I'm sitting here thinking about my cousin's wedding and I'm like, how did you know all this? Like as soon as she got engaged, I mean, the list was, they had the venue in like a week. She knew what rings you wanted. She knew the dress, like, and I'm like, I don't understand. My best friend is that way too. She's known what everything that she's wanted since she was a kid when it comes to marriage. And all I knew is that I want to get married. Mm, I think for me, um, I think I've said it on the show before. I go back and forth about whether or not I want to get married. And it's for one of the reasons that was mentioned on here, really being able to say that I trust, love, and respect somebody enough to tie my entire life into theirs um, is a lot for me. Um, And trying to um, sort through those thoughts, I just, I don't know if it's something that I want to do. Like, But that also is probably because I'm a product of a blended family and my parents are not to get, my mom and my stepdad are not married, but they are have a companionship so and it works for them so um yeah that's a good one I definitely think that we should normalize that conversation actually I would like if we read all of these we don't have to go into detail with all of them but I think all of these are good we can but I'm not reading all of them by myself so yeah that's why I was trying to get it pulled up initially and I got yeah. it up um it's a lot but yeah I don't like I said I don't think we have to go into detail about all of them but but they're all really good they so. They are really good. Uh, give me one moment. I gotta. I keep swiping the wrong way and it's jumping out. Okay, so the next one says eating disorders. Um, do you guys want to go into detail about that one? You can just read a couple of the things. Okay. Um, 10 million self-identifying men suffer from an, e- an eating disorder. Uh, gay men are seven times more likely to report binge eating and 12 times more likely to report purging than heterosexual men. Self-identifying men represent 25% of individuals with anorexia. Um, I think that's good because again, it's one of those things where like men don't talk about a lot of things that they suffer from. So like throwing out those statistics, excuse me. Um, I think it's something that is more common than what we actually realize because typically you hear about women who have anorexia or they purge and different things like that. So, Mm -hmm. like I said, I don't want to go into detail about all of these, but that one is a really good one. It says (coughs) eating disorders affect at least 9% of the population worldwide. Um, Um, I did want to point out where it says every 62 minutes, at least one person dies as a direct result from an eating disorder. Um. It says eating disorders have the highest mortality rate um, of any mental illness. That's crazy. Yeah. Then it says over 70% of those who suffer with eating disorder will not seek treatment due to stigma. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's deep. I feel like that ties in with a lot of mental illness, period. People don't seek help because they don't want to be looked at as a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to be like, well... I have a therapist, so that means I'm crazy. That means there's something wrong with me. Like, no, it doesn't. That means you're mentally one step better at getting yourself together versus everything's fine. I'm fine how I am. Mm -hmm. And therapy isn't for everybody. And 
people have different experiences, but don't be afraid to ask for help, whether you're seeking it through God, family, friends, professionals, whoever. Okay. The next one. The next one says atheism. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what that means, it's someone who doesn't um, believe um, in the existence of God or any kind of gods. Um, I also believe that atheists don't believe in the devil. Like they don't believe in heaven or hell. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just chilling. Um, it just breaks down the definition. Okay, so it says a survey of non-religious Americans found that non-religious people face discrimination and stigma and conceal their non-religious identities, which poses the question, if we are meant to reject religious intolerance, why are we allowing intolerance based on non-religion? Mm, that's, a good, that's a good little question right there. I don't know anybody that is an atheist. My two aunts were, and now they're both like diehard Christians, but they were until they were about 12. And now one of them is a pastor and one of them is... Just like a diehard Christian, but she was explaining it to me actually about a month or two ago when I was on the boat with her. And she was saying that like she thinks a big reason why she was is in their household. And it's so funny because I don't believe my dad ever was one. And this was the same household. I think he was a Christian from flat out. Um, But his two sisters were atheists. And she said in their household, they just saw so much because like. There's so much mental illness on that side of the family that she saw so much. So it made her go, how is God real or possible if this is happening right in front of me every single day? Literally until the girl moved out until she was 18. So they were, yeah, she was 12 and her older sister was like 18. And until she moved out, like all she saw for 12 years of her life and 18 of her sisters was like, I mean, it's a lot of heavy, deep stuff. So I'm not going to get into it, but it was traumatizing stuff for the family. So she's sitting here like, how is all this possible if God is real? Because she didn't know God at the time. And now that she knows God, she has a better understanding. And I don't know what where that flip was or what happened when she was 12 for her to be like, hold on, God is real. Um, but she was kind of trying to explain like why she was an atheist for so long. Um, and then now like God is her everything. It's funny because I think a lot of people probably are atheists to some extent, but don't identify or don't realize that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because I just feel like Christianity or whatever religion you practice, um, I feel like you just go off of what you're taught. Never mm-hmm. really like, never really taking the time to delve into what a relation looks like with Christ or Allah or whomever you pray to. You know what I mean? You just go off of what your parents Right. did when you were growing up and what their grandparents did. Nope. And we've talked about that also that people, you know, we always, me and Kim always talk about the relationship, building a relationship piece mm-hmm. um, with God. Um, so I think that a lot of people, they have this belief system, but they don't know why it's just right. like, it was just drilled into me. So, there, you know, right. I live life in such a way where like, I could almost say like, you're, you probably don't believe in a heaven or hell, right. you know what I mean? So, or an eternity, um, so yeah, I, I think that a, a lot of people probably are atheists, but don't realize it. Well, that term too, when it was first introduced to me, introduced to me as a kid, ignorantly was, well, that means you worship the devil. No, Same. it doesn't. Same. No, it doesn't. That literally means you don't believe in anything. Like you don't worship anything. Yeah. Like, cause you just don't think that they're real. 
Um, so I think that also derives from having that false negative annotation on it. Like that's literally not what that means. Yeah. Okay. The next one says not having a college degree. Over the past eight years, college enrollment has fallen about 11% in the U.S. One of the main reasons of people not choosing to go to college is because of the cost. Um, It says in 2019, a poll of more than 2,000 American adults found that roughly half half of Americans don't see college as a necessity. Um, And it said the total student debt in the U.S. is like in the trillions, which is crazy. Like as of this month. Yeah, as of June 2021. Uh, That relates to me because I'm in the middle of school and I've been going back and forth on whether I want to continue or not. But I feel like part of me wants to go to school because a lot of these jobs require a degree, whether the position needs a degree or not they just it's just a requirement so it makes it harder for people that don't have one even if you're qualified even if you have the experiences if you don't have a degree they won't give you the position so that's kind of the reason why i want to just for um career growth and more money but at the same time i feel like i've gotten this far without it so it's like i don't i don't really know where i stand with getting a degree well a lot of times nowadays you don't need them because they have these quick programs like when i look at real estate because i was in real estate for a few years you can get your license in three years i'm sorry three weeks and this guy that was in the office that was an agent told me he went to columbus state for two years like i got my certifications in three weeks his took two years um and we're probably like seven years apart so that seven year difference of like well you had to go to college to be a real estate agent no, you don't. You go to Honduras for three weeks and you get it. Mm-hmm. You're done. And now you make $100,000 a year for a three-week program. That costs you $1,000. So it's like the other stuff um, is kind of like you don't really need – even in like the medical field and stuff now, they have these programs and stuff that you can obtain in a year versus going for eight. And then on the flip side, when you look at like minority aspects like – a lot of families don't have these generational wealths or a bunch of money sitting in the back of their account to send their kid to school for four years. So for me, I have an associate's degree that I obtained, I think, a year or two ago, and now I'm getting my bachelor's in two semesters. It's taken me, it'll be seven years when I'm done to get through school. And I have friends that got it done in four years, three years, that type of thing. And it's because I didn't have the money to throw towards a college tuition and get it done. I don't. I didn't even have the right paperwork to borrow all four years of college. Mm-hmm. Um, even to finish where I am now, I had to take out like a small few thousand dollar loan, which isn't going to be hard to pay off. But I didn't even have that few thousand dollar to be like, here you go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other people's parents or whoever pop out that money and go here, finish your semester. So it just depends on your like situation and everything like that. But I think the biggest reason the desire isn't as needed anymore is because we're in a huge generation of entrepreneurship, successful entrepreneurships, and you could obtain these $100,000 debt things for a few grand. You know what I mean? A few weeks, few months, few grand, and you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I'm all for 
working smarter, not harder. And like you said, we're in a generation now where you can make six figures easy without a college degree. I know so many people mm-hmm. um, who make six figures and haven't um, went to college whatsoever. I think, you know, it if it's a personal goal, um, definitely try to achieve it. But like I tell my sister all the time, and she just graduated in 2020. I'm like, don't go to school until you know what you want to do. Right. Like I wasted time. I wasted money, 18, 19, trying to go to school and not really focused, not Same. motivated, yeah. wanting to party, not really knowing what I wanted to do. And I feel like a lot of time, well, all the time, we send kids off to school and make them believe that that's their only option. Right. They don't know what they want to do. And it's just money going down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, it's interesting because... I've been in a lot of spaces with like young professionals where you can see people judge others off of what they do mm-hmm. um, or if they have a degree or um, you just see like the whole attitude change. Like they look down on people and it's like, I respect, you know, I respect the years that you spent to perfect it, what you're doing as your career. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But again, if I can get there without, having the degree and make the same amount of money or possibly more, more right. then it is what it is. It doesn't make me any less intelligent than you, yeah. um, any of that. So I do think that that is also a valid conversation that people should start having. Like, you know, how do you get to like, what are the different roads or paths that you can take to get to the goal when it comes to your finances and your career choice? Right. You know, like there are certain things like, okay, of course you got to go to medical school. If you want to be a doctor, you got to go, you know, practice you got to study law to be a lawyer certain things like that 100% get it psychology different things like that but there's ways around all of that now like life coaches that's just a right. way around going to school for psychology you know yep. what I mean so it, we're just in that time where it's just like there's other ways to do it so yeah and I I really try to talk to my kids about going to college not to necessarily pressure them and make them seem like that's what they have to do because I know they're still young and still they're you know don't know what they're going to do yet and it may change but just because I want them to know just to have options you know just go to school for something like even if like my oldest son I just want to play football and I'm just like okay that's not football is not everything but at least go to school, finish school to have a backup option because you mm-hmm. you never know. You could go and play football and it just might not work out, but you have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Or I tell them like, or just start a business, like you know, or you go to trade play school. college ball, yeah, like for free, yeah, and have that under his belt as he's playing college, yeah. Or go to or go to trade school. The plumbers, electricians, construction mm-hmm. workers, mm-hmm. they make you know if. Hourly, like over $30 an hour. You know what I mean? That's not a bad living. You know? So it's just like, college isn't the only option. I'm not even going to lie. I considered construction working a few years ago because of how much they make an hour. Um, And you get double on like holidays and stuff because they put in so much work. But in the same breath, I'm a big believer. And I would rather be comfortable and happy with my position versus oh i'm making a lot of money mm-hmm. for sure in all these hours and i'm never home and stuff but i'm rich right so i i think like i'm an entrepreneur in every job that i do and i'm comfortable i'm not poor i'm not rich yeah i'm comfortable i'm content and i love what i do yeah and this i have an associate's degree that i don't even use for these yeah 
and I'm getting this business degree to apply to my personal businesses, um, the business I work for, and um, just kind of get a better avenue. And if it's something I ever had to fall back on in like retirement or something, I don't know. Um, it's just another avenue, but I mean, there's ways to obtain it without college being the end all be all. Yeah. Yeah. You just think about what people pay back in student loans and it's how people crazy. are literally living in poverty because they have to pay student loans. And like, a lot of people that have these big amount of loans, they have a degree and they're not even they're using, not using it. it. Yeah. Like I know someone right now who has her master's degree and was making $40,000 a year. I don't have a degree. I make more than that. Yeah, like that's insane. Crazy. You know what I mean? And it's just like, wow. you really, I just feel like you really got to weigh the pros and cons. And it is a conversation that people do need to have about what are your options? You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, be, like I said, I respect people who have the motivation and dedication to go for four years and go for however many more years it takes to obtain a master's and obtain a doctorate. Hats off to you. I respect it. It's just not for everybody. Well, there's other ways, too, to get around debt because this sounds crazy. I'm about to walk away from I walked away from Columbus State owing 15 grand that I paid off. And now I'm about to leave Ohio Dominican that I'm pretty sure is anywhere from twenty to forty thousand a semester, paying I think five thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't know how. I think it's just having the transfer credit and then taking the program I'm in that's there. It's not the traditional college route, but I don't understand I'm not questioning it. Thank you, Jesus. It just doesn't make sense to me. But there's other alternative ways again to comp- complete these degrees or to complete these certifications without leaving school owing thousands of dollars like my mom herself i think owes anywhere from 80 to 100 thousand dollars in school debt and she's still going to school like right now she's she's probably going so that she doesn't have to pay on her and i'm like mom guess who that's gonna fall on if you if you die and then your husband dies right behind you (laughs) i'd love that for me so it just Again, there's just other ways to obtain it. Even if you're going to get your degree, you don't have to leave. I'm leaving a $40,000 semester school paying a few thousand dollars. Or get into a program where they have um, loan forgiveness. Yeah. Look, do your research. Yeah. Do your research. Don't just do it because Stacy told you to. Hmm. All right, next one. Um, okay, I'll read these next two. So this one says infertility. Um, approximately one in eight couples are affected by infertility in the United States. That's about 6.7 million people each year who have trouble conceiving. Globally, 48.5 million couples experience infertility. Um, mm-hmm. So it says infertility is not just a woman's problem. Talk that talk. <coughs> um, it says both people have involved, <coughs> both people involved in the process of reproduction can have problems that cause infertility. About one third of infertility cases are caused by problems relating to those with a uterus. Other one of other one third of fertility problems are due to the person who produces sperm. The other one third, or sorry, the other third are caused by a mixture of problems by unknown or by unknown problems. Um, the big piece for me is that it's not always just a woman's problem because women like will suffer with this all the time because they think it's them or they think it's something that they've got going on, especially like when we have all these stories too, of like women carrying babies and having stillborns or not being able to carry to term. 
a lot falls on a woman as it is. So not being able to conceive is not always just, well, you must not be producing eggs or there must be something wrong with your uterus or like what's wrong with you that you can't reproduce. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of men, when this happens, if people don't go to clinics and they just go, oh, we just never had kids. A lot of men will assume it's their wife or it's their girlfriend or their spouse when y'all never got looked at to see what the real problem is. And when I think about this, I think about this with um, Khloe Kardashian. Yes, she has thousands of money to like put into fertility and stuff. But it made me wonder, like, was Lamar suffering at some time? Because he's got other kids. Was he suffering at times or was she genuinely like, I just don't want to have your baby? Or did she have problems herself like they showed in the show and she just did what she did to get it done? But I'm like, was it only on her? Like, I don't know. I just... That was the piece for me is like, it's not just the woman that is, mm-hmm. you know, the reason. I just want people to stop shaming women who can't have kids or couples like, oh, why don't you have any babies yet? Like, yeah, everybody don't want kids. And I don't think people understand how much it takes to carry a baby and give birth. It's, it's a lot. It takes a lot of stress on your body, on your mental And even after you have the baby, it's still very hard and stressful. And people are just always pressuring you. Why you don't want to have kids? Why you don't want to have more kids? You know, it's just it's just annoying. And I know I think Kim Kardashian has said something about like people criticizing her because she had to get um, had a surrogate. Yeah, had a surrogate for her last two or three. I can't remember. But it's just like if she would have tried to have another kid, she could die. Mm -hmm. Like relax yeah it's it's insensitive to ask people that not even only like to what um dario was saying the first thing that came to my mind was um gabrielle union Mm -hmm. and she said that she had i think 10 miscarriages before they went the surrogate route and it's like to your point people always are like well when are you gonna have kids and you don't want kids and and like you said you don't want more kids like it's really a rude question Mm -hmm. to ask like mind your own body like don't worry about me you know what I mean because there are some women who are trying and for whatever reason maybe they can conceive but they can't carry Mm -hmm. or like you said it could be an issue with a sperm count you just don't know what people are dealing with so it's just like mind your business yeah (laughs) I told my mom at one point if she had my little brother when she got bedridden at six months because she was gonna die they told her before she even got pregnant with him if you have another baby like it'll kill you due to the fertility issues yeah and she was able to like obviously the egg was conceived and everything but six months into it she couldn't get out of bed yeah Mm -hmm. i had to bring her food run her food back and forth like that's a lot of stress on a woman's body and everything like that and then there was brandy there was something you said and i had a good point i don't remember what it was it's just crazy thinking about like how we're taught like that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to get married and have babies yeah. and like it's just some joyous princess fairy <laughs> tale hard. and that shit is not that like yeah, i watched my mean. best friend give birth like yeah, that hard. shit ain't easy and then like you said after the fact you got to deal with postpartum and just all kinds of stuff like stop telling women to have kids like i'm like you know i think about it all the time that women it almost makes me sad too that like women will go all their lives having pregnancy scares just to find out when they really try to have a kid that they can't even have kids. Yeah. And it's scary because I don't know if I can have kids. I have no idea. And it scares me for my own mental health because I know how my mental health is. 
if I want kids with my man that bad and I have to look at him and tell him we may never be able to. Mm -hmm. And then you go through, like I said, these, all these times of like pregnancy scares or whatever the case may be just to turn around and like now have to deal with a mental battle of like, I may not be able to have kids. And it's sad because it rips couples apart at times. Yeah. Because one person is just so frustrated or like you just argue. I just, I, there's this girl on, um, what is it? YouTube. Um, Desi Perkins. A lot of people know who she is. She's Hispanic. Um, and she just had her first kid and she took us on her infertility journey. And it was so beautiful because it was sad because of the beginning, like she was all hyped up thinking like she was pregnant again or not again, but pregnant period. And then she'd be like, come back on the camera and come back on the video and she'd be crying. Cause she was like, it's not real. Like, mm. I'm not pregnant. It'd be episodes of her and her husband crying because they couldn't have a kid or like getting excited. She got to a point, I think where the thing, I don't remember if she had a miscarriage or if she said she was pregnant or what it was, but it was, I don't know. It's just sad to watch, but it becomes beautiful, obviously, when somebody can have kids. Um, And like you said, Darielle, people assume just because you're young, that means you got like, you have to have children or, well, you're the perfect age to have kids. Mm -hmm. So why don't you have kids? So it was hard for her because they're probably 27 years old, 27 to like 32. And people just kept pressing them like, you guys have been married for seven years. Why don't you have kids? Why don't you have kids? And to walk around, have to be like, well, I can't. To everybody that asked you that. That's the thing. You just don't know. Like we literally had a guest on the show, like in the earlier years, shout out to Angelica who had to get surgery, if I remember correctly, she had found out she had ovarian cancer and she lost one of her ovaries. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you just don't, you don't know <laughs> what someone is going through. It's just like, for real, mind your business. And these conversations need to be brought up more so that people can understand. Like, it's just certain things that you just shouldn't, it's just not, it's not tactful to just be like, oh, hey, you ain't got no kids. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Like, right. Dumb shit. Sensitive. Yeah. I've watched my mom and my aunt go through having different issues or paying money to do like in vitro or different things like that and still not working and trying several times. Like, that is sad. And as a person that had a miscarriage before, like, it's just, Thank God I have two beautiful, healthy babies. But like even my pregnancies were so terrible that I'm scared to be pregnant again. So it's like it's annoying when everybody be like, when do you have another one? When do you have another one? It's just like I'm scared to put my body through that. Well, that's another topic alone for minorities and black women, period, is we have a higher mortality rate when it comes to be like giving birth and, and pregnancy and stuff. And then let alone the medical field looking at us as dramatic and not taking us serious mm-hmm. when we're in pain. Like there's a story of that girl um who went to that nurse complaining that something was wrong with her pregnancy the nurse notated it two days later she came in and died based off of what the nurse notated to the t wow and then darielle one of our friends said that her cousin had like four kids and on her last one that she tried to have um she passed away from it and i don't remember if it was like another doctor scenario of like there's no way you're not like you're fine and it's just not that simple and like it's it's crazy to me like miscarriages are a lot more common than I think people realize but they're not easy like just Mm -hmm. because they're common doesn't mean that's easy like you get all excited you get hyped up about having this baby and then it's like in a second it's gone I remember being with my cousin two of my cousins had miscarriages like 
I want to say two weeks apart. Um, and I was at dinner with one of them and it was sad because I was explaining to her kind of what Darielle said, like, part of me is scared to have children because I literally don't want to die, but I also want my babies. And she started crying because she was like, I just can't imagine not having my babies. And she started crying about the one that she lost. Mm -hmm. And then she ended up pregnant. Like, um, I want to say a month or two after that, but it's just sad. Like, just cause it's common and she had, she already has a kid. That doesn't mean this miscarriage isn't going to be hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Again, it's just about the being insensitive and like, well, you already have a kid. Yeah, I just lost my second one. Thank you. Like, and now I'm going to be pregnant for the third time trying to have a second kid that's alive. So it's just. It's so crazy. Like just thinking about like, again, the pressure that is placed on women. Like there's literally women who feel like they're less than a woman because they cannot conceive. I know. Mm. Um, And that's just crazy. <laughs> crazy to me. Like. It's definitely a conversation that needs to be discussed more. Okay, so this next one says being fat. And fat is in quotations here. Um, It says, let's start by saying your body is not a problem. The stigma is that that is perpetuated by society is. Um, There is a huge or sorry, there is a social stigma in the U.S. when it comes to appearances. The weight loss industry thrives off of convincing consumers that we must be thin to be beautiful. Because of years of this message being sprawled across magazines, marketing materials, and on TV, if you are not what society has deemed as acceptable, in quotes, weight or size, you are ostracized and made to feel unworthy. This is called weight stigma. Weight stigma generally refers to a social disapproval of people who are overweight or who are affected by obesity. The World Obesity Federation defines weight stigma as the discriminatory acts targeted toward people due to their weight and size. Um, Everybody's different. Um, Not everybody's body shape and size is due to gluttony, despite what the weight loss industry would have you believe. Genetic and biological factors play a role in how our bodies both function and look. The point I was going to talk about too, when reading this is the biological factors. People don't realize that a lot of women have like thyroid issues that prevent them from being able to lose weight or stay down in weight and like the health issues that come along with things that people, people just assume that people are choosing to look that way, be that way, feel that way. When there's a bunch of medical history behind it, again, talking about being insensitive, there's a bunch of medical history behind it as to why. And then you get bullied for it because yeah. society says you have to look like Paris Hilton. Like, no, I know the thyroid issue is a real thing. I remember my mom got, diagnosed with issues with her thyroid and a doctor um misdiagnosed the type that she had like you have hyper and hypo and I watched my mom go from like a size 12 14 maybe at the time I was in high school to a five she was literally wearing my clothes in a matter of like maybe a month or two Hmm. and that's the thing so it's like on top of medical issues and relating back to black women, making sure you have the right doctors that are treating you properly and listening to (laughs) you. And then I'll take it a step further. Like we just need to normalize whatever the body type is. Let it be that like, you know what I mean? Whether it's big, small, whatever work surgery done, no booty, no titty, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it just leave people alone is the point that I'm trying to make. Like people, you, people will shame you for, whatever they can possibly think of and it's just like it's it's really just ridiculous 
in my opinion. But just leave people alone. My thing is, is whether you're big or small, my concern is, are you healthy? I was going to say that. Like, I'm more concerned about, like, how you're handling your health. Like, Because there are some people that can be considered overweight but are the healthiest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, and my dad is a whole power lifter, but I'm literally watching this man. You like, said that in front of me, like between his diabetes, his cholesterol, his heart issues. He's literally yeah. getting eye surgery at the end of this week on his second eye. Like this man has been power lifting for 48 years. You can't stop genetics. Are you yeah. healthy internally or not? Yeah. Period. Um. This kind of goes into another topic that we had on the outline about. Um, black women being bashed for getting BBLs. And this tweet says, suddenly everyone is against BBLs, but it was, but just yesterday, y'all were on here bashing women for being too big or not having boobs. Um, and another one says, it's so annoying watching people bend over backwards to criticize women who get BBLs. Like we haven't been sensationalizing having a fat ass all their, all their lives. Like their desire to get a BBL just came out of the air. It's always love your body after the fact. It's a sexual sexualization on black women, period. Like that's what I was about to say. Cause are we gonna sit and talk about the work that white women get done? Right. Somebody I saw another tweet that was like, let's not <laughs> act like black women are the only one getting BBLs. Like Bro, the amount of bodies that I saw in Miami. And I want to say on a percentage scale, I'm not making this up. Maybe 5% of them were black. And the other 95% were Hispanic, white, whatever, getting their bodies done. Yeah. But y'all want to sexualize black women from the time we're children. Not even only that. Like, we get... Not necessarily me because I'm not thick. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, thick women at one point in time would be judged, but then you see white women go get their butts done to mm-hmm. look or go get their, their lips. lips done yeah. to look like black women and they're praised for it. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Shit is wild out here, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> this says, y'all about to piss me off. Y'all love to act dense. Society scrutinizes a woman for everything. Small boobs, saggy boobs, Rolls, a wide stomach, cellulite, small ass. Then y'all act surprised when women get surgery and cry about, oh, it's so dangerous. Again, you fake care. I'm sorry. And then someone else says, I'm sorry. It's your body and you feel like you should change it. Then by all means. But the BBL epidemic is nuts considering it's the most dangerous surgery and most popular. And a lot of people are going places with less regulations and cheaper prices to get them done. Um... That makes sense because there are a lot of people who do go to places to get it done cheaper and a lot of people are, it's messing them up Yeah, in a bad way. Isn't that how Kanye's mom died? I think so, she yeah. She was getting like lipo or something. Yeah. That's the, like, honestly, if I wasn't terrified of like something going wrong on the operating table, I would probably get something done. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like facts. Not, I mean, not necessarily saying like I would get my butt done or anything, but like I'm in the process of wanting to get a breast reduction. You know what I mean? So like I understand people wanting to make different, excuse me, adjustments or enhancements to their body um, just because. But that's the thing. Like <clears throat> I am one who will um, promote, you know, trying to work off weight versus going to go get surgery at first. But I mean, if it, if you've tried that, like I was just having a conversation with a friend today. She's like, you know, I listened to my husband. I listened to my trainer about taking the workout route. I've been doing it for 
six months now, I'm not seeing no improvements. I'm going to have a light bulb session. people say that. Like, if you don't like, like your body, just work out. I have a mom's stomach. All yeah, of that is not going to get fixed with yeah. working out. It's just not. So, again, just <laughs> my, like, it would do us all well to just mind, mind your business. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not mad at anybody who want to get any work done. Hell, if I would have had the money, I probably would have got my body done years ago. But now I'm scared as fuck. But I still be wanting to get shit done. Like, I want my boobs lifted. Like, I want my boobs to look nice. And then it's like, with social media, all we see is women with nice, nice boobs, fat butts, thin waist. And we feel like that's normal. Like, that's what we're supposed to look like. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. For me, this whole conversation... Because I'm surrounded by women full of getting work done. And because I'm obviously in the gym and stuff, I want to stick to that as long as I can. Because I'm the type that never says never, but I don't see myself ever getting work done. That doesn't mean I won't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it's just because I grew up, like I said, with a dad who was a power lifter. But I'm surrounded by these women. And at some of the times it just makes me go... Who made you feel bad for looking the way that you did? Yeah. Who clowned you so much about not having an ass? Who clowned you so much about not having lips? Who clowned you so much about the cellulite, the fat roll, your boobs, your ass? Like, you're fucking, like, to the point where y'all have to, like, lift, like, the amount of white women, and I hate to say this, but the amount of white women in there that talk about, like, lifting their face and here my mom is 50-something years old. It's just something we never talked about in my household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom, 50 years old, looking 10 years younger, never having to worry about threading their face and and all this type of stuff. And I'm just sitting here like, who made y'all, who have y'all been looking at in the mirror to make you go like this? Yeah. Who have you been looking at? Like, well, damn, like, I don't have that. Like, this girl that used to work at my job, she's 28 just went in to get like chin sculpting and i'm like who looked at you and told you that it's not okay for you to have fucking this yeah like and and now that you say that like y'all know what my mom looks like my mom looks good for her age but she even i almost i get emotional even thinking about it because she has gotten to a point where she's so unhappy about things about how she looks that she don't want to go nowhere yeah that's how my like she, I had to literally force her to celebrate her birthday. She was not having. She was like, "I just don't like how I look," and I'm just like, "Mom, you don't understand how many compliments I get when I post my mom. Your mom looks good. Oh, she like, looks like your sister. And like- she's just not happy, and it makes me sad because then I'm not either. And I don't know if that came from her, but I've also had like people tell me like oh they made fun of my lips when i was in middle school or after i had a kid my stretch marks got made fun of or my teeth weren't straight enough like all this different shit so it's just like you take all of that or you grow up to what you see your parents doing or whatever the case may be and you're just not happy with yourself yeah that's a good point like and you gotta watch who who's around you and stuff because like it my mom's husband will say things to her like and i don't think he realized how hard she takes them like you don't tell your wife that she looks old today or that she should like, if you're going to say, get in the gym, say it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Hey babe, we should like the fucking Tyler Perry movie. Like, well, if you want to lose weight that bad, let's do it together. Like yeah. if you constantly hear your woman complaining, offer to do it with her or not like, well, you probably should get in the gym. then. Right. Like, and it's just, it just breaks my heart. Like you said, because she'll come into the salon to get like her eyebrows done or something. And then she'll just, it goes from talking about her eyebrows to her entire body. And I'm like, mom, 
you came in here for an eyebrow appointment and now you're leaving feeling more inferior than you came in here. Yeah. But it's just, and I know men feel this way too at times, but there's just such a heavy notion on women and their image and all this type of stuff that like, I don't know. It's just, it's like, it's almost unfair. Like, I don't know. And this also ties out in with um, skinny shaming. Yeah. Like the amount of times I was bullied for, quote unquote not eating you don't eat enough you're too small you're too this you're too that like people think that they're complimenting you or being funny like mm-hmm. oh i didn't know you could finish a plate oh i didn't know you eat like that mm. i didn't know you was even hungry bitch i'm hungry 24 7 and i don't know what's wrong because <laughs> i don't got no damn tapeworm but i'm fucking hungry all the time um and it was like my grandma was saying it to me a year ago when i was in north carolina like i every time because they know how to eat down there boy <laughs> and I was finishing plate at the plate, meal at the meal, and she was like, it was she was giving me like this little smile of like, wow, like that's good for you. And I'm like, grandma, one thing about me, I'ma eat. I don't care. Kim is gonna eat. Three things I don't play about my grandmama, my food, and my God. Okay? I'ma eat. I think we would just have to realize it's like everybody's body is different. Everybody shape is different. Like it's just for example, I have friends who can eat like crazy and their ass will grow. And then when I eat like crazy, it goes in my stomach. Everybody's yeah. just different. And it's like, so I've been working on trying not to complain as much about what I don't like about myself. But instead of trying to appreciate just the way I am and like and my kids will even compliment me. Be like, mom, you're so pretty. And I always compliment them back. You're so handsome. You look so nice. Yeah. Like I just try to hype them up because I don't ever want them to feel like they can't love who they are. Yep. Yeah. It, to your point, that's one thing I've learned to start doing is like really looking at myself. Like when I get out the shower, like really mm-hmm. like studying myself and my body and not to be hard on myself, but to find the little things about myself that I love mm-hmm. and appreciate that part of my body. Or like when I'm stripped down to absolutely nothing, no lashes, no wig, no nothing. And it's just me like just being comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and just really looking at you like, girl, you pretty as hell. You know what okay. I mean? Like, <laughs> and like I said, talk. like finding those little things, like it could be the smallest of things. Like I have a mole that sits in between my breasts that I think is absolutely the most beautiful thing ever. I have one that's on my side yeah. of my skin. You know I mean, like just stuff. So I would just um, suggest male and female to really just start looking at yourself and loving yourself and appreciating your body for what it is. And if there's something that you don't like, Change it however you see fit, whether it's working out or mm-hmm. going to go get work done or whatever the case may be. And again, mind your business. Right. Like, Just do it for mind you. Mind your business. Do it for you. That's the only thing I say is do it for you. I got in the gym for me. Yeah. And checking and checking your thought process as to yeah. why you don't like something. Is yeah. it because of what you see on social media? Is it because of what somebody is telling you, your partner yeah. or especially grandparents they good for telling you you gain you didn't gain some weight girl okay, you know what like, I mean like up. my mom like she'll do that when she know that yeah. you gain the weight or you know what I mean like like girl yeah worry about your own self okay I'm <laughs> thick bro <It's> like, <laughs> but yeah just really taking the time to just like really appreciate your body and love mm-hmm. on your body like I listen to podcasts and they were like, you know, ladies, when you get out the shower, walk around naked in your house. Like when you put your lotion on, really like love on your body, like take your time. Don't just rush and just throw something. You know what I mean? Like take time with yourself. And that's really how you going to come to be like, you know what? I'm bomb as fuck. Fuck y'all. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate being naked. (laughs) I hate it. And my whole family. Okay. I got to ask this because my man thought this was weird. (laughs) 
Did y'all's family like walk around naked in front of y'all? Like, did your your mom like walk out the bathroom like into the kitchen, go back in type shit, back into her room? No, not like that. But I'm not. I don't have a problem with being naked if that makes sense. Like my mom, like I would maybe see my mom go because she had a, has a bathroom in her bedroom. I would maybe see her go from her bedroom to her bathroom or bathroom to bedroom naked. You know what mm. I mean? Like there was nothing to like see her take her bra off or something like that. Yeah. So like I don't have a problem like. <laughs> If we got to go somewhere real quick and I got to change, like, I'll be like, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm about to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with nudeness. Daria, what about you? I don't think my mom used to do that, but she, like, I saw her in her underwear. Like, we'll sit and, like, show each other our stomachs. But, like, me and my sisters, we walk around naked. Like, okay, okay. and sometimes, like, even if my kids are around, I'm getting dressed real quick. I mean, it is what it is, but they be like, ew, like, okay. Those, yeah. Okay, but so, it's not an issue. Okay, I was going to say that because, like, <laughs> God, I don't even want to say this out loud. Because <laughs> he really had me thinking, like, holy shit, are we the only family that, like, do this? Like, my dad to this day, is why I do not go into this man's house. <laughs> we'll be in his kitchen naked. I'm not going in there, bro. And all through my, like, my best friend as a freshman said that she saw him naked because we all stayed the night at my house. <laughs> yes, we all stayed the night at my house after homecoming. Wow. And you know how parents will open, and I didn't tell them that everybody was staying. I just let them stay the night. <clears throat> you know how parents will open the door, see if you're alive. Like he thought it was just me. And apparently Maya was on the floor and was like that. And I was like, because <laughs> he just booty ass naked opening the door. And then my mom and my grandma, like, again, to this day, will walk around naked in front of me. And then I was just in, um, Miami with my cousins and they're dropping draws right in front of me and I'm like <laughs> and meanwhile I mean, I'm I'm running to a corner like me and my friends change in front of each other I mean who I don't, cares I don't. yeah but I saw a lot of people say that they grew up and that's what their family did okay, right? their people yeah. feel weird least. no I know but like my godson he that. loves being naked like I mean granted he's five but I think he's gonna be like that when all, he gets older like mm-hmm. yeah. he'll I'll come in here he'll be on the couch naked watch a demon yeah I've never <laughs> I've never liked it and maybe it's cause I just saw it so much in my family but I'm like I just don't want y'all looking at me like the amount of times my brother ran into my room and I'm whole naked like <laughs> I don't want y'all looking at me bro like and here I am as a grown ass woman and I'm in Miami like hiding it behind the hotel door like I'll be out in a second hold on cause we were sharing a room and I'm like give me one minute like, and they're like girl I don't give a fuck like, I'm like oh my cousin jumped in the pool naked and I'm like how could you just drop drawers in front of everybody here like girl listen I'm gonna anyway. pull a titty out. Like, it's just. <laughs> See? And people are just so casual, like, about to be out. And I'm like, no, I need some coverage, girl. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm like that sometimes, like, in public or sometimes around, like, a guy. Like, I feel really weird. Like, when I went on vacation, I got, like, some thong bathing suits. But then I'm like, oh, let me walk around, like, cover up. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, "Fuck it, who cares?" Everybody else got they all their shit all out. Why can't I? Might as well be naked. The fuck, (laughs) man. All right. So I asked this question on our story, and um, let me find the actual post because I want to read it word for word. Okay. It says, if a nigga says you a real one, you're indeed a dummy, sis. <laughs> and let me see if it, it will still let me pull up the present, 
the percentages because I did a poll and I asked. I've seen that. <laughs> do they agree or disagree? Let me see if it shows me the results. Okay, so 42% say yes and 58% said no. This was men? Or just a majority, just a, or just people. Yeah, just people. And some people were saying, like, it just depends on the guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it, context matters in this. You know what I mean? Like, you might hear somebody say it, you know, because you show up for them or love them or give to them in the way that they need, and they're doing right by you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you might have a nigga say it, but he cheating on you. And, <laughs> you accept all this bullshit. You are real. Like, <laughs> like, he's just doing dumb shit. You just keep one. sticking by him. You know what yeah, I mean? Then yeah. I think it's like, yeah, girl, you stupid. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, he's doing it because he know you're not going to leave. You know what mm. I mean? So I think it's it's context that matters with that. I was gonna, yeah, I agree with that part. Like, it's the urine about? factor dummy. You saying I'm a real one because I bought you some flowers or because yeah. I let you run my car into the tree yeah. and didn't leave? Which one? <laughs> All right. So the other one that I asked in our story was, do you feel disrespected when a guy with a family uh, that's married or in a relationship DMs you? Uh, that one wasn't a poll. I think I just asked a question and a lot of people say yes. Um, and I agree. I feel very disrespected. I be just because it's like there. Okay. So for example, there is a certain someone that I know has a whole family, a whole girl. I don't know if they're just in a relationship or whatever the case may be. I really don't give a fuck, but they have several kids and I'm pretty sure they just had one or maybe two fresh ones. He's constantly DMing me with the hard eyes. I think one time he was like, yeah, I'm definitely looking or you definitely my type. And I just be looking like, ill. like, what are you trying to say? Like, are you trying to recruit me as a side bitch or something? Because I'm offended. Like, I just, I don't like that. And it rubs me the wrong way. And I hope men know that that's not flattering. And that's not a compliment that you have a whole situation, but you over here DMing me. Like, no, don't do that. I think that's more so disrespectful in my case personally like it's disgusting and it grosses me out because it shows me what kind of person you are but they're disrespecting their family and their kids like by doing that and being that way like you're embarrassing them you're disrespecting them you're crossing boundaries trying to message me for attention like no thank you I just for me it grosses me out and I just feel like I don't know um The example you gave, Dario, I think is extreme. Like, I think that that was disrespectful. Um, if I'm being completely honest about it, I feel like a dude sitting in the hard eyes, I don't even think they think that much into it. To be honest, I, I really don't think that they, I think they just, they don't think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they see it from the perspective of like, if my girl seen this, she would feel away. Mm-hmm. I think they think it's just, it's just social media. You know what I mean? I just, I like the picture. In my mind, I think it's a little bit extreme. Like, you could have just double tapped. Like, you right, didn't have right. to. You know what I mean? Like Do all that. Yeah, you didn't have to do all of that. Um, do I feel disrespected? Yes, to a point, depending on what's said to me. Like, again, I'm not, I'm not about to be a side bitch. Like, <laughs> what are you here for? Um, but then it makes me sad for the woman that they're right. with. Like, it makes really. me sad for their family. Right. Like, I... Um, and I won't put nobody's business, no names, but I literally had a guy um, invite me um, out, right? And I happened to just be 
scrolling through stories, you know, is going across and I see him with a woman and she's pregnant. Mm. And I'm like, I DM'd him like, are you having a baby? And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Well, forget to mention this bitch. Bye. Like, and for me, it's just like, she's clearly like about to pop. You know what I mean? It's just like, I can't imagine thinking that I have a great guy and we're about to have a baby and life is great. And then you just DMing somebody trying to kick it. You know what I mean? That's And I think that's the hard part about not to go on a tangent, but it's it's hard for people to want to date because you never really know somebody's true intentions. Exactly. Like you could literally be out here getting happy played, looking fuck. stupid, thinking you happy and in love. Mm-hmm. That's why I literally just posted my story. Like y'all don't ever got to worry about me posting a nigga. Somebody like, you know did that to me before. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, don't you have a girlfriend? Nah. Next thing I know, baby shower pictures. I was like, yikes. Like, imagine if I would have been like, okay, let's blink. And then, no. I just, and that's exactly why I just keep my guard up with people because it's so scary. You never know. I'm telling you, and I hate to be this person, but anytime I meet somebody, I run it through my group chats. Yeah. Like, Running through the group chats. I'm doing background checks. I'm doing all that. You know what? With y'all talking about this situation, it made me realize I had two situations like this. Um, one guy was trying to meet me out for tacos, and he ended up like posting a whole a whole baby that was like a month old, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, cool." Just <laughs> double checking, fine. And then um, this one guy was asking me out for drinks, and like I was super close to going, and I don't know, I don't know if I was just creeping hard. But I started going through his page like, why would this man, why do you want to go get drinks? This man has like five kids and a wife. Mm. And it wasn't like, let's go talk business. It's, oh, this is a really good place to get drinks at. We should come get drinks sometime. And I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. And then I go look at his stuff and I'm like, sir, do you, you have children and a wife or... And it just puts you in an awkward position because it's like, I low-key be like, I should say something to your girl. Well, he had the nerve to tell me, too, that I should feel, I don't know if he used the word special or not. Girl, what the fuck? So I'm paraphrasing <laughs> because he gave me the number that some, he goes, well, nobody has this number, so like you should feel important. I'm like, oh, so this is your whole line, nigga. This is the, I, this is where my hoes contact <laughs> me. Shut the fuck up, bro. Shut up. You gay, you talking to me off of your little fake-ass business line that you tell your wife is your business line. But this is where your hoes come to talk mm. to you. Fuck out of here, bro. That Fuck out of here. Some bullshit. And like I said, I just feel like these people, these men aren't even disrespecting me. Y'all were disrespecting the women that are in your life and your families and your children. Like you said, if they say some wild, funky shit, like nigga, you just disrespecting me. But to message me on some shit like that, I'm like, oh, you just you just acting out and you just Or to even think that like I would be the one to be to down do that. with that shit. You're dirt. Like you're a dirt, bro. You're a dirt. Like Mary, I don't fuck with that. Like, I don't fuck with relationship, married, none of that shit. Relationships, don't do that either. <laughs> but it, I could. It's so many stories I could tell about right. shit like that. It just be like, it just wow. be fucked up when you don't know. So now you look like you. It's like you weren't aware. It's different if you were aware and you going back and forth with bro. But when they just pop up and you're like, oh shit. And that's the thing. It's like, dudes. So about the whole posting thing, I be back and forth about that because on one hand, if I'm happy, I want 
why would I not want to show off my man or why would I want him to show me off? But at the same time, it's like, like you, like we're saying, you never know. So don't post me if you out here embarrassing me. Right, yeah. And don't be with me at all. Right. And then the women that be knowing about the girl or knowing about you and don't give a fuck, like you need your ass beat. <laughs> like right. it just be too much disrespect going on. And it's get, I feel like it's getting worse. It's getting so much worse. Don't post me. You ain't got to worry about me posting you. Don't post me with no emoji over my face. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't post shit. I no, no. So speaking of posting, how would y'all feel if like a old ex of y'all still had like y'all's old pictures on his Instagram that he just never deleted? Girl, take it down. Take it the fuck down. <laughs> I ain't even go. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all. Would y'all tell him to take it down? Yes. I'm gonna Please. tell y'all. Um, okay. Once we stop recording. Please get me off your page. You're weird, bro. I um, I I did have an ex that like still had like all of this old stuff pertaining to our relationship, and he was in a whole new situation. Um, That's so weird to me. Well, s- someone had brought up a good point to me, and they said that like they don't believe that you can truly move on if you still have images or videos like that in your phone. Because what are you? I agree with what that. are you doing? Yeah. See, I just don't. Niggas so lost though, so I I don't know because I was about to say I know hella niggas that got every nude that. That's weird. What's up with that? Like, I was just talking to somebody about that. Like, why do niggas keep nudes? You know, oh, girl. You know, you know. Uh huh. Everything he got a, a, a whole list of That's everybody sick. that he's ever had sex with in his phone. Like I saw another guy do that before, and I'm just like, yeah. why? I, I mean, I have an ex. We was done, and he still had. Delete, bro. I'll take yeah. you to prison. I'll take you to prison right the fuck now. I'm like, can you please? I'm taking know. you to prison. Like, they will tell you no. Like that's weird. That's why I'm glad I've never been the female that did it so, to everybody I've ever dated. Yeah, so it's only a few. So if some shit get out. <laughs> one of you two niggas is getting stabbed. <laughs> but my thing is, how can you like if you have images and shit like that on your phone? How can you be in a whole relationship with another person and? They don't see nothing wrong with it, though. Because my thing is, like, if it's a video of you and your ex and, like, maybe it's when you guys were friends at the time or, like, it's a genuine video of, like, you guys riding a roller coaster or something fucking funny. Like, okay, delete that. But delete that, too. But I'm not going to look at that the same way as, like, y'all got images of y'all laid up in bed kissing each other. Like, Now, I'm going to be completely honest. In my Snapchat, there's pictures of me and my, like, all of the stuff from me and my ex is still in there. Mm -hmm. But it's just because I just don't. I don't, they don't, I don't, not on Snapchat. If it pops up on the memory, I'll scroll right past it. And I'm just not about to go in there to just delete so it. So if like, your man came to you feeling some type of way, would you delete it with no problem? For sure. Yeah, it's, okay. it's literally a matter of laziness for me. It's right, like yeah. a lot of yeah, shit yeah. in there. We was together for a while. I just yeah. don't. And I mean, somebody that I was dating, like there's still pictures of us in my Snapchat from yeah. when we was out of town. Nothing, well, nothing crazy <laughs> nothing crazy it's just like him kissing me on my cheek you know what I mean right but like I what just, cheek not the ass cheek I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean like it's just me a matter of laziness yeah. like I just it's like yeah. and I'm single too but I'm not going back and looking no, at yeah. it like oh like yeah. you're single like yeah. cool like I keep photos and memories not of my ex but I keep photos and in, in, uh, videos period because I love my one of my favorite things I feel like an old person every time I tell people this is to scroll back into my videos and like just get weak at like all the like yeah, funny videos yeah. and shit that happened. Um, but yeah, like I just when that was posed to me and brought to me, I'm like, that's actually like a really good point. Like, how can you 
imagine you just scrolling through your dude's phone looking for something like a photo or something and it's just him and some shorty and he like oh yeah you're still in there nigga what yeah that happened to me before years in and you still got it yeah and i threw it right at his face it was a whole laptop i threw it at his face Mm -hmm. because why now i know there are some people that just like i remember listening to a podcast and um the girl was saying like she was like i you know at the time she was like the pictures of my exes is still on there but it's a part of my life you know what i mean i just yeah. it's but just, you can do something to where like they have dropbox they have google photos yeah. but it's not in your your actual yeah phone. and that's, at least that's that that's the point that i was gonna bring up like my photos and memories so a lot of my exes before we even started dating like we were good friends mm-hmm. so it's like when i have the friendship pieces i'm like that to me, I don't necessarily need or want to delete that. But if my man were to come to me and ask me to, I would. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, it could be like us with all of our friends. And to me, I'm thinking of that as like a friend video, friend photo. Yeah. But in the same breath, I just, I think it is respectful. It's weird. To like, you know. Yeah. Get rid of all that shit, Peggy. What that little boy say? Delete all that shit, Peggy. <laughs> I ain't playing with you, Peggy. I'm weak. Well, that was all we had. Oh, that was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Rise and shine. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our new intro. Look out. Rise and shine. <laughs> was that the Kylie video? Yes, I love it. I have it I'm as a gift. Weak. All right, guys. Well. Um, last thing I want to say before we slide. Okay. It's a real nigga holiday next Thursday. <laughs> You're funny. And I just need y'all to rip the fucks in. My cash app is body by Kim. B A. <laughs> w D Y by Kim. My Venmo is Kim V. I don't think there's an underscore, but you could try it. And my Zelle is my phone number. Hit the hit the take control DMs if you want my phone number. That's all Period. I'm saying. My birthday just passed, so y'all can yeah. still send me money. Okay. It's still June. Okay. My birthday is in November, but I mean if y'all want to send money to take just control podcast, to take control. Y'all want to spend send some <laughs> some sponsorships. We can make that happen. So Hit us up. That's all I got to say. It's a real nigga holiday. Oh, my God. I just read something. It says, you suck at being in relationships because... And then for Gemini, it says, you suck at being an adult sometimes. <laughs> what does mine say? Right. I need to know. Cancer says, you suck at standing up for yourself. That's bullshit. That's Kim. And Sagittarius says... You suck at taking potential relationships seriously. <laughs> now that's fucking you <laughs> as fuck. Oh my god! The like- fact that the Libra one says it's not that you suck at relationships, it's that everyone else sucks at relationships—that's fucking okay. false. I don't agree with mine at all because I get yelled at for standing up for myself too much. Like, period. That is wow. Friendships, all of it. I get yelled at for like Kim. It's not that serious. Yes, the fuck it is. Nigga. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel light on, so. Oh, my God. This is funny. That's wow. Funny. All right, guys. Well, this was nice. I miss you guys. Hit me up sometime. Are you talking about me? Because I miss you, too. Y'all. I don't see y'all. I literally just asked before you got here. I said, is Daria okay? I feel like she's been kind of missing Ducked the action. Off, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This this these months for me are between this wedding and my birthday, it's ghetto out, bro. And school, this 10-page paper, that's another thing. If somebody wanna hit my DMs, I will pay you for this. You know, it's just a lot. It's just, this has been a lot, okay? But yeah, I don't know. We gotta go. We'll catch y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.